Jason Carr, Chief Compliance Officer for Total HIPAA, recently talked with Karen Mazosny, Head of Marketing Communications and PR for Perimeter 81, a cloud VPN and SaaS service provider. In order to protect confidential data transmitted remotely, companies must implement an easy-to-use VPN. The cloud is the logical solution as an increasing number of employees work outside an office environment. Gardner predicts that by 2020, the corporate no-cloud policy will be as rare as the no-internet policy is today. Please join us as we explore the capabilities of a cloud-based VPN. I just want to ask you some questions um, here about Perimeter 81 and how a virtual private network or a VPN works. First of all, Jason, thank you for having me today. I manage marketing communications at Perimeter 81, and we're a cloud VPN and SaaS service. We're designed to help businesses simplify secure network and remote access and protect their confidential data with ease. Um, so unlike traditional legacy VPN solutions, our service doesn't require any hardware or manual configuration, and it integrates seamlessly with cloud, SaaS, and on-premise environments. Let's jump right in here on how a VPN works. I think this will be important for everybody who's new to this, to compliance and new to uh, network security, um, may not have a lot of experience. So um, how does a VPN work? Sure. So back in the mid-90s, Microsoft invented the virtual private network, also known as the VPN. And basically, this technology was developed so that remote employees could securely access their work network when they were outside of the office. Um, a VPN functions very much like it sounds. So it allows you to set up a completely private and secure connection to another network, generally based in another location. And this enables you to browse the web as if you were in that location while also creating an encrypted tunnel for your data so it can't be intercepted by hackers, third parties, and snoopers. When you connect to a VPN, you change your IP address. And your IP address is a string of numbers that essentially identifies the device, uh, your device's location on the web. So when you're connecting to an international VPN server, your actual IP address is masked, and one of the VPN's IP addresses is what's facing the world. Um, it's mimicking the IP address of the country or location you've selected, and that's what allows you to experience the web as if you are sitting in that location of choice. Um, so with a VPN, you can access resources based in a remote location, you can protect your personal data from hackers over unsecured public Wi-Fi networks, and you can also conceal your digital footprints because you're browsing through a different IP address. When you're using a VPN, you're essentially surfing through your through um, Perimeter 81 servers, correct? So you're using yes. a, a Perimeter 81 IP address to then mask your IP address? Yes, and you're browsing through a secure encrypted tunnel. Very cool. Now, what kind of security uh, is behind a VPN and why, why is that so important? Um, so VPN providers such as ours offer um, several different protocols. They have different specifications um, depending on the benefits, you know, that the end user might want. Some may be prioritized speed, others, you know, focus on privacy and security. As I mentioned, uh, our default is one that offers optimal speed and privacy and security. Um, and then we had also discussed the VPN kill switch. Uh, what I would like to address 
as far as the benefit and the technology behind the VPN is related to that aspect of the IP, mm-hmm. um, of connecting to a private server and then having a dedicated IP. One of the big knocks, and now this, this is from years ago, and I know we have a lot more bandwidth, but one of the knocks in the past has been about slowing down your connectivity, slowing down you know, the delivery of, of resources and whatnot. How, mm-hmm. how have you, you know, does that still hold true to, in this day and age? So that's a really good question. Um, basically, a, using a VPN more so affects latency rather than your actual throughput speed. So when you're connected to perimeter 81, the network traffic is first flowing from your computer to one of perimeter 81 servers and then to your destination and vice versa. So this actually affects the response time rather than the actual connection speed. Uh, However, since we offer secure servers around the world and we allow our customers to deploy private servers in their location of choice, our clients can choose to deploy a server in the uh, closest location to their staff or branches, and that's going to ensure minimal latency and the best quality connections. We also use a VPN encryption tunnel protocol, um, IKE v2, and that's our default um, because basically it ensures very good speeds while it's also providing a maximum level of security. And what's the, what's the encryption level like? If I'm out searching for a VPN provider, what, should I be looking for 128-bit, 256? Like what, what kind of encryption uh, are we looking at here? Yeah, so the best level, most optimal level of encryption would be AES 256-bit. Okay. This is military grade. And basically what that means is that a hacker would have to crack two to the 200 56 power of different combinations in order to break that encrypted message. So that's virtually impossible to be broken, even by the fastest computers. So let's let's discuss a little bit more about remote access. What a lot of people don't know is that employer groups still have, have access to protected health information um, and are required to be HIPAA compliant, as well as insurance agents, which is a huge market that we, we, we serve. They are constantly on the road, um, and they're going to your local uh, Starbucks, they're going to the library, and they're grabbing a free open uh, Wi-Fi connection. So could you talk a little bit about Wi-Fi security and why this probably isn't your best idea to connect to the internet? Yeah, um, so public Wi-Fi is definitely a bad idea for businesses, especially businesses dealing with confidential and sensitive data. Um, It's definitely not as harmless as it may seem. So due to lack of encryption and open passwords, open networks can be hacked in a matter of seconds. And on top of that, one in three people don't really know how to differentiate between a secure Wi-Fi network and an unsecured Wi-Fi network. So a VPN is the simplest solution to protect data in this situation because it allows you to set up that private secret connection to another network. And so you're browsing through an encrypted tunnel over that public network and your data can't be intercepted. And I will add that our service actually takes this one step further because we have automatic Wi-Fi security. Uh, It's a patent pending feature. And basically what this means is that the minute that an employee connects to an unsecured Wi-Fi network, our service automatically activates the bank level military grade encryption, encrypted connection. Um, And that keeps any data that's being transferred over the network hidden from hackers. 
Um, and that, that takes place even if their phone or mobile device is in locked mode or inside their pocket. So that's really an amazing feature that we have. Um, in fact, this is an interesting anecdote, but when our co-founder and CEO was developing this feature, his name is Amit Barakat, he was testing it out and he had set his phone to auto-join for a period of six months. And of course, we're all aware auto-join, you know, allows you right. to automatically reconnect to previously joined networks. And he found that in the period of six months, his phone auto-connected to unsecure Wi-Fi 16,000 times. Wow. So had he not been using a service like Perimeter 81, his data could have easily been compromised. Wow. <laughs> that's, yes. a, that's a sobering <laughs> thought. It is. Is this something that you program as far as you know putting in putting it in as your um, you know your your VPN credentials within your phone or say in your computer or is this an application like how does this work with you guys? Yeah, it's it's a single click application. So okay. you download it and you're automatically protected over unsecure Wi-Fi, which is great. Cool. Um, yeah. So let's talk about possible clients who could use or should be using um, a VPN. Uh, service? So really any business that is dealing with confidential and sensitive information and has employees in locations around the world or working on the go with BYOD devices should be using the cloud VPN service, which I think in this day and age is pretty much every business. I was going to say, that sounds like everybody because I mean, any, yeah. if you have any business sensitive or, you know, information that you think if my competitors got a hold of this, this would really look, this would really hurt me. So in the case of HIPAA, you know, we're talking about um, EPHI, right. uh, like protected health information. And that's, you know, that includes sensitive information such as lab results, medical history, images, you know, information that, you know, super, super important to protect. And yet we continue to see news about, you know, data breaches and leaks for companies that are dealing with this type of very sensitive information. A cloud VPN is, is absolutely essential. We're talking about the HIPAA technical safeguards and how a VPN can help. Let's talk first about personal device security and how a VPN can help with that. We're often using our personal devices when we're connecting to unsecured Wi-Fi hotspots or unknown unsecured networks. And when active, a VPN is providing holistic data protection. Um, so we mentioned the secured end-to-end -end encryption and encrypted tunnel. And this prevents hackers from intercepting your connection and then using the access to infect your device with malware or steal confidential files, login information, et cetera. So that's the personal devices side of it. Right. For transmission security, using a VPN, your data passes through a secured and advanced encrypted tunnel. Uh, and as we mentioned before, the tunnel can't be intercepted by snoopers, hackers, or third parties. Um, so it's, you know, providing complete and total protection of data that's in transit. Why would someone choose a cloud-based VPN versus, uh, you know, setting one up internally, you know, having an IT person come in and do it on their network, uh, you know, set up, yeah. set up a VPN? Why, why, why is it, do you think, more advantageous to use a cloud-based VPN? Most of us are probably more familiar, perhaps, with the traditional hardware-based technology. But as we've discussed, you know, um, 
many of us are now working on the go, um, connecting over Wi-Fi hotspots, and more so something that we haven't touched on yet is the cloud transformation. Mm -hmm. um, so more and more companies are using services that are based in the cloud. In fact, Gartner has said that by 2020, the corporate no cloud policy will be as rare as the no internet policy is today. So a, v a cloud VPN is essential because unlike hardware VPNs, which don't integrate well with the cloud, a cloud VPN service is born in the cloud, integrates seamlessly with major cloud providers, and can ensure that sensitive data located on cloud environments is protected and secured. From a small and medium-sized business standpoint, that maintaining something like a, a VPN in an internal network is a lot of times companies don't have resources for, and they're not they may not be using the VPN to their fullest extent, um, just because yeah. they look at it and they say, well, I got it set up five years ago, it still works. Um, but the question is, is it really working? Right, and is it really working for the modern resources that you're using or for the changes in technology that we need to consider? Which reminds me of another point is that with a SaaS service, you can push security updates instantly, Whereas with a hard-based service, you'd have to, you know, schedule a patch or update and have that installed. And hopefully that's not before it's too late. So that's another, you know, very huge benefit of going for a cloud SaaS VPN service. Aside from also, you know, the, the cost and time that is required, which many small businesses don't have, you know, all of those resources. And they need something that's accessible and that will work to protect their data. What kind of questions do you think are important to ask a VPN provider before you do decide to, to jump? First of all, I think you want to consider what type of encryption they're using, as we had mentioned. So you want to make sure that they're using the highest levels of encryption possible and that they have features perhaps like a VPN kill switch, which ensures that if the VPN disconnects for whatever reason, the connection is stopped and no data is transferred. Um, so I think that's one thing is checking the level of encryption. I think another thing to look for is also to see what kind of services they provide as far as management and visibility. So not all software-based VPN services are offering advanced visibility um, and management features. With our VPN, for instance, I mean, you have this comprehensive all-in-one management platform, which allows you to easily invite team members, deploy private servers, and then to view the activity all in one place and make sure that nothing suspicious is going on. So I think that for, for business owners, that's key, is to make sure that the service also provides, you know, easy, accessible, granular management. Okay. Um, also, you want to find something that's easy to use and, and will be easy for your employees to use. Because if your employees have trouble even using the service or connecting, and I've seen this several times with um, employees that are using legacy VPN services, where then the legacy VPN is extremely complicated or you know it's not connecting properly, and then the data is at risk. So you want to make sure that you go for a service that is single click easy to use and will be a pleasure for your employees to, you know, install and use on their devices. Cause you want to make sure that, I mean, that's the whole point, right? Is to make sure that when employees are on the go and accessing resources from remote locations, that they are doing so through a secure and encrypted connection. 
Yeah, we, I, I've talked about this in some of the other podcasts we've been on. Uh, I've been on is about you know developing in spite of your employees um, mm-hmm. is making sure that your any security items that you put in that you know, you know there are going to be pain points. There's just no way around that. But really right. looking at it and saying, hey, um, let's make something that's going to be easy for everybody to use. And if it's not easy to use, then chances are people are going to be looking for workarounds, or they're going to try to break it, or they're going to do whatever they can to not use it. Or they're yeah. gonna either gonna swear every time they try to log yeah. on and use it. I mean, you want to try to limit that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have a monthly bandwidth usage limit? We offer unlimited bandwidth. Unlimited bandwidth. So that's that, that's probably a good question to ask. Is just to say, hey, do you do you do that, or do you throttle connections if you use excessive bandwidth? We're offering unlimited bandwidth, so we're not putting like a cap on that. So. A cloud VPN is key in ensuring that organizational data is not available to the public network, which is obviously, um, of course, super important when we're dealing with that sensitive healthcare data that we were discussing. You know, so basically, I'll try to to put it in simpler terms. So, you've down, you've deployed your private server. You are now um, only allowing access to specific and you know, confidential resources once somebody has a specific IP. On the application, the single-click applications that we provide, we can designate, okay, this person is on this team and they can access this server, which includes this IP. And now, you know, they can access these confidential resources. So this is a huge aspect of VPN. Um, not only the encryption side, but also the way to lock down confidential databases and information to a specific IP and restrict access based on multiple layers of permissions. Oh, that's great because that's one of the, the big the keys to or one of the pieces of HIPAA compliance and also the NIST RMF is having access controls and looking for yes. and then also looking at um, uh, testing remote access points or having restriction on those remote access points. And I've also heard that two-factor authorization Mm -hmm. is key um, because that essentially prevents, even if somebody was to gain access to your login credentials, you know, with two-factor authorization, which is, you know, um, requiring an additional code via SMS or other means, that really would prevent, you know, the bad actor from being able to log in. And we seamlessly integrate with SMS push notification, Google Authenticator, and Duo Security. So that's already built into our system. Um, so that also helps with HIPAA compliance. That's great. Yeah, that, that's something we I preach upon with most of my clients. Um, I had one yesterday tell me that it didn't work for her. She tried it twice and it didn't work for her, so she deleted it. And I just shook oh my, my I just shook my yeah. head. Um, you know, and that's exactly what we aim to prevent, yeah. you know, the, the VPN will work seamlessly. It's on your device. You don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. It's running in the background as you're browsing and that's it. Right. You access what you need. Right. So are you able to force two factor authentication as part of that, as part of that uh, service? Yes, you can enable it uh-huh. or disable it. Okay. You can also choose if you want it to happen every single time or once in 30 days. Okay. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I use I use two factor authentication on everything. It I it scares me to death of the thought of having my systems hacked or having my my data getting out. That I'm just like, 
everything that will require will allow it. And then certain programs that I don't go in very often, I make sure every time I go in, it has to give it authenticates who I am uh, because it's sure. just. You know, it's like that's all I need is to set it for thirty days, and somebody to get a hold of my my credentials. And next thing you know, they're in there playing around. And if I'm not in there regularly, I'll be like, "What's going on here?" So yeah, not not good, not good. Yeah. Um, and I will also say, as far as authorization, we're also integrating with identity providers. Oh. So that's you know part of the access level of you know verification and access. So we're I we're integrating with Okta. Um, Microsoft Azure AD, mm-hmm. um, Active Directory, oh, and Google Suite, G Suite. So once again, you know, that's providing like the seamless um, authentication and access that's needed to enforce policy-based access. Like if I'm using your IP address and I'm I'm routing my information through you, what kind of information are you guys storing? What How is it secured? And... And what are protections that are placed for me as a user if I were using your service? Yeah, so um, originally coming from the consumer space, actually, we you know started with Safer VPN and then I've developed Perimeter 81. We're highly aware of the issue of data storage, logging, privacy, because that's something that's really huge in the consumer space. Mm-hmm. So even before GDPR came out, that was already a concern of ours and something that we addressed. Um, to protect our business clients, I'm not going to go too much into like very, very specific details of data storage, but I can say that our guiding principles towards data collection are to collect the minimum amount of data that's required to optimize and operate our service. So for example, we'd be con- collecting manager contacts, um, minimal usage statistics, such as deployment of servers or logins, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And we're also making sure to take administrative measures and technical measures to safeguard our clients' personal information. So we are GDPR compliant, SOC 2 compliant, and ISO 27001 compliant. Mm-hmm. Um, those all require rigorous testing and uh, to ensure that, you know, we're guaranteeing online privacy and security for our users and processing their data in a secure way. We process personal information on secure servers that are located in various countries worldwide, and we do so in compliance with these really rigorous uh, standards. You know, we are, 2018, we've already seen many significant healthcare data breaches, and I noticed that in the HIPAA journal, they noted that there was 29 breaches in May of 2018, unauthorized access disclosure as the most numerous type of breach right. with an incidence of 51%. So I think that that in itself is a testament to the fact of how valuable cloud VPN technology can be for businesses that need to ensure HIPAA compliance. Could you give me an idea about like what your pricing looks like? So for the smaller and mid-market, we have a really straightforward, easy pricing model. It's a monthly subscription basis. Mm -hmm. So it's $10 per user per month and $50 per private server per month. Okay. So, um, and then when you, when you go to an annual plan, then you have savings of 17%, okay. which is nice too. Cause if you know, you like the service, then you just go to annual and you save. Right. Um, so that there's that with a larger, which much larger enterprises, then we would evaluate the number of users and, um, you know, determine an agreement from there. Okay. 
on a per user basis. Mm -hmm. If people want to learn more about us, they can visit us at www.perimeter81.com. And we're also very active on social. So we really encourage people to connect with us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. We're developing our YouTube channel now. Um, and we love for people to connect with us, you know, follow the information. We're, we're providing really nice um, updates about like current security, network security, cloud security events. We're also um, launching a new blog. And so we welcome people to come and subscribe to our blog newsletter and learn more about current events and network security. And yeah, we, we'd really be happy to connect with people in the field, small, medium businesses, large enterprises, understand better your pain point and see um, how we can offer a service that will help to alleviate those pain points. All right. Fantastic. Well, Karen, thanks again for your time today. Really appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this installment of HIPAA Talk. If you have any questions you would like to communicate with our experts, you can find us on Twitter at TotalHIPAA or our website www.totalhipaa.com or email us at info at totalhipaa.com.